0: Welcome to the Journey Express, where we talk about faith, friendship, and the more of God. I'm Mel Boyd, and with me is my friend and co-host Jen Houston. Hey, Mel. Hey, everybody. So, Jen, last week we um, were talking about delight, how the Lord really put that message on both of our hearts, and we shared um, we shared some definitions, we've shared some scripture, and we just want to continue on this week about going uh, a little bit deeper into delight and how the Lord delights in us. And how we can delight in the Lord. So, thank you for joining us. And here's part two of our conversation
1: on delight. One of the things I want to share is the scripture in 1 John 4 that says, We love because he first loved us. You know, I think delighting in God is understanding who God is and his character. And it also comes from knowing that we are delighted in by him. Yes. Yeah, so it's almost like we we delight because he also delights. I'm not going to try to twist or add to scripture, but I think that there is a connection here. So let it. Let's turn to scripture, um, Mel, where God makes it clear that he does delight in us. In the Old Testament, the Strong's number very teachery here number two six five four, is the old Old Testament word for delight means to incline to, to bend, to be pleased with desire, favor, to like, move, be well-pleased with, and to have pleasure. So with those words in mind, Mel, will you share with us some scriptures about some things that God takes delight in?
0: Yes, and as I read the scripture, just um, keep in mind what Jen just read out you know, the Lord is bending to, he's pleased with. All of those words are beautiful and that he is speaking this over you. Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord, your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. And also God takes delight and pleasure in his people. Isaiah 62.4, no longer will they call you deserted, or name your land desolate, but you will be called Heseba. My delight is in her and your land Beulah, for the Lord will take delight in you and your land will be married. God is pleased with those who practice justice and righteousness, Jeremiah 9, 24. But let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For in these I delight, declares the Lord. All of God's delight is in those who take refuge in him. Psalm 16, one through three. I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight.
1: Hmm. Thanks, Mel. And this is what the Bible exhorts us, his people to take delight in. Um, He exalts us to take delight in him. Psalm 37, four, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart to take delight in his law. Psalm 1, 1 through 3 says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. And this is another scripture to support taking delight in the law of the Lord Psalm 119.92, if your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. We're also, as believers, to take delight in the Sabbath and in the rest of God. Isaiah 58.13-14 says, If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please or speaking idle words— then you will find your joy in the Lord and I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father, Jacob. And I just have a, a personal Jen footnote here. This whole chapter really is, is a challenge to all of us to, um, not just act and go through the motions of being Christian like and doing the things, but it's really the heart of the matter is a matter of the heart and the Lord, um, is really encouraging us to take delight in the rest of God. And every day is a Sabbath day because of Christ. But anyways, I just challenge you to check out Isaiah 58, the whole chapter, because it, um, the very beginning and the very end have this word delight, but there are two totally different things that the Lord is trying to say here. So He's going after your heart, and that's all I'll say. I won't get too teachery on that. So one last idea that I'd like to share in this conversation is I believe that our ability to delight in God is actually an act of spiritual warfare, like now more than ever, maybe. Um, And I just think the enemy cannot stand when we delight in God. And when our affections, our hearts, our minds are fully toward God with, with all of our joy, all of our love is found in God, I think it makes Satan flee. Um, Because it says in the Bible that in God's presence is fullness of joy, and the kingdom is made up of righteousness, peace, and joy. And Satan in his kingdom hates this recipe. He hates it. (laughs) He hates when we stand in righteousness and peace and joy because it disempowers him, and his kingdom of darkness loses power because it's everything opposite of those things. You know, one last thing I'd like to share is this has been a really helpful tool for me. Um, is the book "The Beauty Chasers" by our mutual friend Tim Willard? We had Tim on the podcast several episodes ago, and he's written this book um, about really how to see through the lens of beauty and how God is the source of beauty. And as believers, we need to train ourselves to hunt for beauty. And I think he shared, he almost called the book, The Beauty Hunters, but he went through a process and landed on this title. And um, it's a great tool to enter into delight. When you can behold beauty, it restores a sense of awe and wonder and delight. And Mel, do you have anything you want to share about that?
0: Yeah, I just uh, Chris and I just recently went up to the mountains a few weeks ago, and and that's where I was like, okay, I'm going to open this book and begin to read it in this the surrounding of beauty with my cup of tea, and I began to read it. I'm about halfway through, and that's really what it it does. That's what it's been doing for me is bringing an awareness of beauty Mm -hmm. and um, rediscovering. Really, I mean, God is the source of beauty, but beauty is all around us. We just need some sometimes to be pointed and aware, like you just Mm. said it to, um, to, to chase after it. So he, he, he really lays that out beautifully in this book.
1: Yeah. Well, that reminds me of a story actually that happened to me recently because this whole topic is at the forefront of my mind and the conversation we had with Tim and I follow him on social media now, all the socials. And I would really encourage our listeners to find him on Instagram or Facebook or whatever the favorite is. Um, And Take in these nuggets of truth that he shares because it brings about an awareness, a daily awareness, and thoughts of how God um, shows up through beauty. So, a couple weeks ago, I was at the pool with one of my children before school started, and I was just kind of surveying the pool, keeping an eye on my son who had found a buddy and they were playing. And I noticed out of the corner of my eye this dad uh, playing with his daughter in the pool. And I was like, Dad of the year, that's awesome. You know, in the pool, um, (laughs) totally engaging with his daughter. And he threw her up in the air, and she took such delight in this um, exchange of play that it just made me cry. And -hmm. it was the most unexpected emotion and unexpected reaction to. A daughter and a dad taking delight in one another. And I was, it was so beautiful. I just started crying. And I texted you and Chris and Tim, and I was like, thank you for teaching us to see through the lens of beauty. That's what this feels like. And, and this is what's happening. And sunscreen and tears really sting the eyes. But it was just a, I loved, I loved that. That's how my senses, that's how I am beginning to process the world around me. And it's, delightful yeah <laughs> it's, yes. it's
0: wonderful that's right yeah we really um I've shared this with Tim before too that it's really that's a now word of mm-hmm. you know in this in the world that we're living in and just being bombarded every day with different things that are not positive and not beautiful um, you know, that we can, uh, the Lord intends for us to see the beauty and to think on things that are beautiful. That's in Philippians. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we'll have yeah. a link to that in our show notes for our listeners, for all of you. So we just want to say thank you to all of you to for listening. We really, Jen and I, again, felt like this was uh, very important to share this, that the Lord put it on both of our hearts about delight. And I just want to quickly share that you know, we, we used to have um, in past episodes, you can listen to those, but we had a lock and unlock at the end. You know, what does uh, say joy? What does joy lock? And what is, what is joy unlock? Um, but part of that and with this and delight and that definition of delight being um, soft and tender, I just wanted to bring up that maybe for some of you, you've been hurt. You've been hurt by God. You or you have a sense of you're not delighting in God right now. You're there's some unforgiveness, so you're not delighting in others. Um, sometimes we even have to forgive ourselves and because the enemy wants to bring shame from past things and we're not delighting in ourselves. And so I just want to stop and and we want to take a moment. Jen's gonna pray, but just to pray for any of you who are struggling with um, like, I'm not delighting in God right now. I don't even feel like I'm delighting in anything. And um, we just want to just encourage you to go back to the scriptures that we've read out and, um, and get with God, get with God, get real with God, get before him. We've talked about that. Sometimes you can have, you can scream it out with God. He can handle it, but that is his desire. He delights in you and his desire is for us to delight in Him. So Jen,
1: would you um, just pray right now for our listeners? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Father, we just thank you for this word. We thank you for uh, leading us along this path of learning to delight, Father. Just teach us, um, like a good shepherd, lead us down this path um, that others would feel just invited in to delighting in you and to be in awe in wonderment. Lord, may we never lose our wonder, which is thinking about that song that came out a couple years ago. Uh, may we never lose our wonder. So Father, I pray for those who, um, and even us, Lord, if there are areas mm-hmm. in our hearts that have become hardened from misunderstanding your ways with us or um, being hurt by brothers and sisters in Christ or by circumstances in life and just not fully seeing Um, the good in things, the goodness that you offer, God. I just pray that you would forgive us and that we would walk into freedom, that we would walk into that joy of our salvation, that through that process of repentance, our hearts would become soft, moldable, teachable, um, and ready to take delight in all the things that you have placed before us and who you are, I pray, Father, that as we enter this journey of delight with you, um, that everybody that we interact with would be touched by you, God, that your joy would flow through us, that your love, that your delight um, would be contagious, and it would truly spread. So keep us and guard us and just invite us into truly the more of who you are. In Jesus' name, amen.